Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Hi, this is Gita Gash. I'm the bass player from Judas Priestess, and I'm listening to Talking Metal. Hey, you. This is Militia Vox, lead singer of Judas Priestess. Thank you for listening to Talking Metal, just like I am. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast, home of all things hard rock and heavy metal. I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. Now, let's get things started with the Talking Metal theme song, written by Rob Halford, Metal Mike, and Roy Z. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Talking Metal. Today's guests are from the band Judas Priestess, Gita Gash, and Militia Vox checking in with us. And Judas Priestess, if you don't know, is an all-female cover band of uh, the great Judas Priest. And uh, they're really so much more than that. And uh, the girls will explain some of uh, what I mean by that during the interview. So stay tuned for that. Militia's been on the show a ton of times. She's always so much fun. So uh, glad to uh, have her checking in with us tonight. And they're, they're a part of this carnival, which I'm just really psyched for. Um, I'm trying to get out there for most of it. I, I have uh, some tickets in the city for something one of the, the days. So trying to work everything out. But um, 
I will definitely be there for uh, some, if not all of it. It is the Food Truck and Rock Carnival 2015. I mean, listen to this lineup, guys. Godsmack, Slash, Stone Temple Pilots, Three Days Grace, Black Label Society, Clutch, Anthrax, Skillet, Puddle of Mud, Skid Row, Seven Dust, Lita Ford, Slaughter, L.A. Guns, Crobot, Stephen Percy from uh, Rat Fame, Faster Pussycat, Like a Storm, Gilby Clark, known for his great work with Guns N' Roses, Otherwise, King's X, Kicks, T.T. Quick, Prophet, Edgar Casey, two old-school Jersey bands, and a Q&A with Eddie Trunk. This is just uh, going to be an amazing weekend. Judas Priestess kicks the whole thing off Friday night at 7 o'clock. I think Don Jameson is also part of that kickoff. Um doing some comedy or, or something so good stuff i cannot wait for this weekend and i i'm just blown away this is happening right near my house in new jersey um usually i feel like these places are you know and you got to go to montreal or germany or you know oh even ohio or out west somewhere no this is happening right here right outside of new york city in clark new jersey so much fun and we will have links up to the food truck and rock carnival website uh book your hotel rooms now guys i mean this is this is an event that's worth traveling for in my opinion having said that we got a uh, you know two ladies on the show today who who pay just a great tribute to the classic band judas priest one of my favorites let's get into one of my favorite priest songs off of the sad wings of destiny record This is the opening track, Victim of Changes.
Judas Priest going way back, way, way back. 1975. That was released in, uh, actually recorded in 1975. I believe, believe released in 1976. Yeah, crazy, man. Almost 40 years old, really. Yeah, Sad Wings of Destiny, 40 years old. Uh, recorded 40 years ago this November, released 40 years ago next year, 2016. Crazy stuff. And, um, that is a song that you will find in Judas Priestess's set list, uh, I think, most of the time. So be sure to get to the Food, Truck, and Rock Carnival for Judas Priestess. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys. And on that note, I think we should probably get into a little interview with the girls right now on Talking Metal. This is a great listen. They're always a lot of fun. Here we go. Little Judas Priestess joining me on Talking Metal. Cool. Hey, it's Mark Striegel from Talking Metal. And checking in with us on the line, we have two of the members of Judas Priestess, Gita and Militia. How are you guys? Great. Doing great. Thanks, Mark. Guys, I'm so psyched because you're going to be playing at this carnival, which actually is not too far from my house. It's the Food Truck and Rock Carnival. And this this is a massive deal for the state of New Jersey and just the rock scene in general. There are so many great bands, which we will uh, discuss. But you guys essentially are starting off this, this whole carnival, right? Are you the first band to play on Friday night? Yeah, you know what they say, ladies first. Right on. <laughs> 
and we happen to be the only all-girl band on the bill. And it's a three-day festival with a ton of bands, great bands, but we're very proud to say that we are the only all-female band and metal band, all-female metal band. Oh, yeah. We're the only all-female band and And all-female metal band. band. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean, the lineup is just insane, you know, from Slaughter to Poppy Evil to Lita Ford to Puddle of Mud, Anthrax. I'm excited to see Anthrax play Black Label Society, Stone Temple Pilots, Godsmack, Slash, just so many great <clears throat> acts. And you guys will be starting it off. What can the New Jersey metalheads expect with Judas Priestess? Let's say you're playing to some people who I know you guys have been around for a long time. You've been doing it a long time. But what could could a new uh, person in the audience who's never seen you guys before expect? We're talking just straight ahead Judas Priest stuff, right? Well, yeah, obviously it's all Priest, but uh, it's cool to see like an all-female take on Judas Priest because... I'd say like what we have to offer is just like hearing this new music through like a totally new vision. Uh, we definitely do something different than most tribute bands do. And I think that's something that's kind of like set us apart from the herd is that we've definitely like taken this music and claimed it as our own in, to an extent and uh, put it through our own filter and put it back out with a lot of energy, a lot of attitude. Uh, a lot of femininity, but a lot of toughness as well. Um, so considering that we've only been together for five years, we've been able to like really kick people in the head <laughs> as far as tribute is concerned or what their idea of tribute is. Yeah, so that's I, pretty cool. I, I have to say, you know, I, I'm, I'm the bass player and co-founder of the band, but I want to say that I'm proud to be playing with these ladies. We have some real top-notch players um, the two guitarists are fantastic, as is the drummer. So we really deliver the goods when it comes to Judas Priest music. <laughs> and uh, it's just a great, great band. And what tops it off and puts a great spin on it is our vocalist, our lead singer, Militia. Because not only does she have a five-octave range, like Rob Halford himself, the metal god, but she also has her own unique style that is so sexy and soulful that it just puts a whole new spin on priest so a lot of diehard priest fans just appreciate that and love us for that oh you get it that was yeah, so sweet Gita. my goodness now give me that I, 20 bucks I, I swear i don't pay her to say that i swear uh, that's what people can expect and i think that's what surprises a lot of people about seeing the band when they see the band for the first time is like a how much fun the band is and B, and how exciting it is um, that we're giving them this music that they know and love, but we're giving it, we're delivering it in such a way that it's like, it's just like totally reimagined, but with like this, this feminine edge to it. It's really exciting. Cool. Now, you mentioned the band has been together five years plus at, at this point. Can you take us back to the early stages of putting this whole thing together? How did it actually all come together? Well, <laughs> the legend has it um, that uh, I was in another tribute band and I played on a bill with someone in another tribute, n- nameless tribute bands. Right. 
New York City tribute bands, and we got together because we're both metalheads, and we wanted to start something new, and the other person wanted to do Judas Priest, and I wanted to do uh, Black Sabbath, okay, because okay. I'm, a, I'm a big Sabbath head, and... Priest one. <laughs> and I stand corrected. I wasn't that big of a Judas. Pri don't kill me. Don't don't sue me. But I wasn't that big of a Judas Priest fan to the extent that I knew the volume of the catalog. So I'm so glad that we decided to do Priest because um, it's not only like uh, earth shattering metal, but there's some real great like 70s blues oriented Sabbath style songs from like the early era that I love playing and basically you know the catalog is, is so uh, various that it, it satisfies all needs musically it, it really is a diverse catalog when you think about it I mean you go back to even Sad Wings of Destiny that has like hints of progressive rock at times, mm -hmm. you know, to, to the stuff they did in the eighties, which is just really all over the map. As far as like that eighties metal sound goes, mm -hmm. it's just really an incredible, um, how, how much diversity they have had through the years as fans of the band. What, what, you know, individually, what are some of your favorite eras of Judas Priest? Um, well, we tend to gravitate towards the older uh, catalog of Priest, um, just because, well, at least for me, that's the stuff that got me hooked. Um, like, I forever will love and worship uh, British Steel, because that was my first Priest album ever. Um, I tell people the story all the time of, like, you remember Columbia House? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> remember Columbia House? You could, like... You know, give them a penny for, like, 10 CDs or something like that. <laughs> so I was ordering CDs through Columbia House, and, you know, they show, like, the album cover and then the name and then, like, the number of the CD, and you'd put it on, a like, a list or whatever and get your 10 CDs for a penny, which I swear to God they went under because nobody paid them more than a penny. Yeah. Um, so when I was looking for 10 CDs one time, and I was like, oh, like, just going through the catalog, I saw the British Steel cover. And I was like, whoa, I was like, that's the coolest cover I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> you know? And then the name, the band name, I was just like, wow, that's the coolest band name I've ever heard in my life. And I was like, okay, I've got to get that CD. So I really knew nothing about them. I just kind of like heard the name. Um, I really didn't know anything about them. And it was like, you know, it's like 1990, whatever it was. And I ordered the CD and I vividly remember putting the CD on and hearing Rapid Fire Wow. For the first time and being like, I don't know, I, I, I felt like my world changed. I just felt like, I don't know, I just felt like I needed to know everything about this band. Like, I just felt like I needed this band in my life. Um, and from that moment, I was just instantaneously hooked because they just had this phenomenal way of doing so many things that were appealing to me that I had never heard anyone else do. It was like the music was heavy, but it nearly seemed classically based, mm -hmm. right. you know, and like I was a classical pianist. So for me, it was like, I was like, oh, wow, it's like heavy, aggressive classical music. Yeah. Um, and then the vocals were like theatrical, but not like in a cheesy way. It was like in a legit cool way. And the lyrics were damn near Shakespearean. So <laughs> to right, me, yeah. it was like, it just like covered all the bases of like this 
amazingly impossibly amazing like it just doesn't happen in other i don't know they've mastered the art of combining all these things and still pulling on it off in a legit cool way mm-hmm. so that was like that was my moment that was my life-changing priest moment right on gita what about you what are your favorite eras of priest uh well it's funny you mentioned rapid fire that was my besides the obvious hits that you've heard you know from the radio growing up like uh living after midnight and you got another thing coming i had recorded rapid fire with angel rod you never told me that yes Yes, i played it for you well you never told me that yes we did oh my god do you hear what's going on right now she's telling you stuff she hasn't even told me (laughs) i was in this band with um ex white zombie guitarist tom five we were in a doom metal band and we were asked to do some recording for like a metal compilation and the song that we picked was rapid fire so oh, we you record- tell me this. yes okay. we were right, sorry. that i was jumping off yes, con- yes i was jumping off the handle but yes she did tell me that i do want a copy of that oh my way. god it's really it's really it's crazy really, yeah. it's really okay. good so i loved it do you I have it here that, yes i, I have want it somewhere, it. Which, all right <laughs> You're getting <laughs> off topic. Oh, please. Uh, so, anyway, so having sunk my fingers into that one, uh, that gave me the bug. Right on. But, you know, I, I'm not, you know, at that point, I, and I wasn't like an album buying person. I was more like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 more recently, when we started the band, got very inspired by some of the stuff off of Rockarola. Even though I love oh, really? wow. later stuff, some of my favorite songs mm-hmm. are later. But there's some, like like, like I mentioned before, Sabbath-style, uh, slow, yeah. mid-tempo stuff that is so tasty. Yeah, it's know, like 70s groove stuff. 70s yeah. groove. And, and how does the crowd react when you do a song off of that record, which, you know, in all honesty, wasn't a real popular Judas Priest record as far as their catalog goes. Well, funny you should ask, Mark. A <laughs> um, few years ago, we happened to get a, a gig opening up for one of my favorite all-time bands, Pentagram. Right on. And uh, it was interesting because it was a Doom lineup. So I, I was now. When you say we, you mean Judas Priestess, or was this with Angel Rod? Or sorry, okay, okay. I, 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 yes, Judas Priestess opened up for Pentagram. Cool. And so I was a little concerned with how we would be taken, how we would be received by the crowd, being a tribute band. It's not original music, and you know people can be so lame about that. And it's not, you know, this of all the same type of music so i listened to rock and rolla and um there's this one song deep freeze winter which is so damn doomy and downtuned and slow and and it was just the perfect thing to bring to that audience and we played that song and we segued it into dissident aggressor nice. and we broke out that song the crowd went wild really we wow. them over people were like jumping, crowd surfing, climbing over each other. They, were just, they couldn't believe it. They were losing their minds that we would play that song. Um, so it became a favorite of Vine, and we keep it in the set. It's a big crowd pleaser. Yeah, and it's not something that Priest has ever done. I mean, they've never played Deep Freeze Winter live, and they definitely 
don't segue any of the older material into dissident. Right, right. Cool. You know? So there's, that's the thing about, you know, this tribute band is that we take a lot of liberties as far as, you know, uh, how we put the set list together, um, song selections, uh, how we interpret the music. I mean, we're not afraid to add or change or alter uh, music parts to make it sound heavier, to make it sound sexier, to make it sound, you know, more aggressive. I mean, you know, we really we really do our best to reinterpret the music and not be imitators, per se. Right on, right on. And, you know, we mentioned that there are obviously, uh, you know, two guitar players and a drummer in addition to you two guys. Can you uh, run down who those people actually are? Sure thing. Uh, shout out to those girls right now. <laughs> we um, are we're lucky to have Josette on guitar. She's been with us for about three years now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she's a killer guitarist. We're so lucky to have her as well as Raina Sands uh, on guitar. You guys might remember from Mean Streak. She was a pioneering uh, metal musician uh, and uh, is still in her own right. And uh, Hillary Blaze on the drums. Imported from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, used to play in a band called Jaded that a lot of people might know her from. And we are also lucky to have her to set our drums on fire. So, yeah, it's a great lineup. And you know what? All of us are feel very lucky and uh, relieved in a lot of ways to find each other. Right on it. Uh, it's always challenging to find girls that want to play Painkiller. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, I, I have to say a little bit more about our bandmates. Josette is an ace shredder. Mm-hmm. I mean, this girl was playing metal guitar from like the 16? time she could walk. Yeah. She's a, a teenage, she was a teenage metal rock star. Her first band, she was produced by Eric Carr from Kiss. Wow. So she, I mean, she knows this music inside out. She's listened to it since she was in. Diapers. I was going to say something else, <laughs> but yeah, okay, those. Um, and then Raina Sands, she's iconic herself. She was in one, one of the first female metal bands in the 80s, um, Mean Streak. And uh, they used to play at Lemoore's. And people will come to our shows with Mean Streak albums to have her sign them. Because really? Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she's totally well known, and I I know I'm, I'm probably breaking her anonymity. What am I? No, no, no. I was I was good enough. Say what you're going to say, and then I'll say what I'm going to say. Okay, I was going to say she is married to the legendary guitarist John Petrucci from Dream Theater. Right. I was going to ask you about that, and he's actually jammed with you guys, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Yes. Tell us. So that was recent, right? Less than a year ago, I think. Yep. And how did, uh, how did that all, I mean, obviously it all came about through his wife, but how did it go? How, and where did it take place? Oh, uh, well, we played the show out at Revolution in Amityville, Long Island, not too far from uh, where they live. They, they're Long Islanders, native Long Islanders. And uh, we just figured it'd be like a good home show for them so they could invite like friends and loved ones that live in the area to come see Raina with us, but then also see John get up and play and play with us. And uh, Raina... Uh, we had asked her what song she wanted to do, and she had picked Beyond the Realms of Death. So that was the first time we played that song. That was the premiere of that song with us, and John joined us for the uh, second solo. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it was really, it was really phenomenal. And yeah. he's just, I mean, 
he is everything that people know and love about him. He's just a, a such a, a proficient player, and uh, well, they he's both just are. like they, they both, both are. But that's what people don't realize is that she's just as badass as he is. Right on. Right <laughs> when on. they met, they both had their bands, and they were both playing at the same time. And and he went on, and they got married. They fell in love, got married. He went on to you know see out his career and become a great success and she had children she was a wife and mother and they've got some grown children and the whole family every every one of them is as talented uh, you know every yeah. they're performers so it's an amazing family we're so yeah lucky. i seem to remember when i interviewed john like earlier this year him telling me that he is, his son was going to berkeley college of music which is where yep. he started dream theater so that's yep. just amazing that's nice Amazing stuff. That's great. Yeah. So let's uh, just but briefly. Also, oh, go just ahead. A, little, uh, a little extra to that. Our bass player, Gita Gash, is a phenomenal bassist. And to me, like, I'm always amazed that, like, I don't know, she, I always tell her that she needs to write a book about her life because her stories are so amazing. Yeah, Gita, I mean, you have just a, a, lo a long history with the New York rock scene, correct? Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, a story that should be told, a story that needs to be told. You what, wouldn't what, believe Militia, so. what are some of your favorite stories that she tells? And could oh, hear God. One? Yeah, no. <laughs> we can't say that over media. <laughs> <laughs> there are some good ones. I might have to just, we might have to meet in person over a drink for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, when it's like, just like a sea of like stories where you just go, damn it, I wish I was there. It's like a bunch of that. Right on. Yeah. It is just like, you know, the whole thing uh, just like accumulates to, you know, her delivery and her performance and her proficiency on stage. And another thing that people don't understand is that like Gita's like, I mean, Gita's punk rock, but her commitment to excellence as far as like being the whole package is like astounding. She's a rock star. She is the look, the sound, the delivery, the lifestyle, everything. More so than than anyone that I know. Gosh, thank you. <laughs> I'm not just saying that because now. I'm sitting next to you. <laughs> but it's true. When I first joined the band, I didn't even know. But then as like time like went on and we got to know each other and she would tell me these anecdotes and stories and things. And I was just like, wait a minute, what? You what? What? And she's like, yeah, you don't know about like my... I didn't know anything. And then just, like, getting to know her, I just, like, I just go, oh, when's the movie coming out? Because I, I want to be at the premiere. <laughs> and, uh, Militia, I mean, you've done so much stuff, too, outside of Judas Priestess. A lot of it we've covered on, on past episodes of Talking Metal. But I, I quickly wanted to mention that I really dig the the new single that you put out. We actually played it a few episodes ago, Vow. Is, oh, that, um, is that something that's coming off a forthcoming record, or was that just a one-off single? What's the story behind that? There is a forthcoming record. Um, you know what it was? Was that... I was gonna. I was sitting on all this material, all this original material, and then finally I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna release an album." You know, maybe at the end of the year or something like that. You know, right? Um, and there was all these changes happening in the country. Um, all of a sudden, it was like you know, it was like gay marriage was like legal and like the Supreme Court ruled, and then like all these things going on with Ferguson and all these people like, you know with protest march and like fighting for the rights and black lives matter. And it was really like 
uh, 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 crazy and turned up and exciting and like, I mean, the times were just like really, you remember that week where it just seemed like everything was happening in this country? Yeah. Like it just was like, it was like the first week of July and I feel like as an artist, it is your responsibility to, to comment on, or at least, uh, at least be part of that changing times. And because of that, it, I was like, I have to release this now. So I released Val on July 4th, like as a reaction to everything that was going on, because I just felt like it was appropriate. Right on. But yeah, all, um, the music that's coming out is going to be part of an album called The Villainous, and it will be out uh, later this year. Great. Well, keep, please keep us posted on that. And uh, again, we are so psyched that you guys are a part of the Food Truck and Rock Carnival, which is coming to Oak Ridge Park in Clark, New Jersey, September 18th through the 20th. You guys play the 18th. Do you know what time you go on on the 18th? We're slated for 7 p.m. Okay, cool. I think Don Jameson's doing some comedy that night, too. I'm not... Not yeah, sure. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so that yeah, should be a great it's night. Like the first day kickoff, they wanted us to kick off the carnival, so we we're like, cool. Um, there's some other great bands that are going on that night, and you know, the food truck and carnival part will be in full effect as well. So you know, bring the whole family. Yeah, I mean, really, that they, they are they are billing it as something that you can bring the family to. Yes. Uh, and there's over 40 food trucks. There's you know, carnival. Uh, activities and shows and stuff going on so you know uh definitely all weekend long guys show up to the event with your kids and then if you want to send your kids home and come back for the for the rock at night that's uh that's always a a, a good idea but it's gonna be a blast i'm psyched and before yeah, i let you guys go what's that are you coming yeah i plan to be there um definitely for some if not all of it just trying to work out my schedule but yes i i will be there Awesome. Now, awesome. you guys have a, a, a friendship or, I don't know, maybe that's too strong a word you tell me, with, with K.K. Downing. How, how well do you guys know him? Uh, well, he interviewed us for his Steel Mill website. When we first put the band together, they noticed us right away. And they did a feature on us and, and posted pictures and a long interview. And, and it, it was just so overwhelmingly sweet that out of the blue that they, they contacted us. So we were very honored by that. Yeah. I wouldn't say, I mean, it, it's not a, a, a friendship. I haven't heard from him lately. No, right, right, right. <laughs> but I mean, you know, obviously we, we love him like immensely because of who he is and his like spirit and attitude and his like writing genius and all that he's created. Um, yeah. And so. I mean, you know, I, I, as a fan of the band, I know you guys, you know, follow the band and are fans too. Sure. I, I've kind of noticed this this recent um, thing with him in interviews where, like, uh, even when he was on that metal show recently, somebody said something. I think it was when he was on that metal show about, oh, you doing, you playing golf, and he's he 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 like really he's like, oh no, I don't. He, he was like really trying to distance himself from the, you know, I'm a retired guy playing golf lifestyle. Oh, uh, he might be missing it, you know. Yeah, I kind of sensed that, and it, it was there was two separate interviews I heard from him, 
uh, where I, I kind of sensed that it, you know he was he was ready to make a re- return to metal and well, didn't he say something like that? Like, didn't he say publicly that he would return if they said the word? I, d- I don't know. He may have. He Maybe may that have, was yeah. just like a blabbermouth thing. But I remember like reading something like that. Yeah. Um, wouldn't that be something if he came back and it was like three guitar players? I would love it. Yeah, do, a, do the maiden thing where they 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 keep you know the uh, Richie on and and yeah, it, you know, like Foo Fighters did. They they had Pat Smear came back. You know, yeah, that's true. That's like true. they could do it. You know, there's no rules. But yeah, like that was cool. We we actually have met and hung out with Richie as well, um, which was like awesome. And he was so amazing that it's just like you know I know some people feel some kind of way like that they have to choose sides right you know but i don't i don't think that exists anymore it shouldn't exist or people shouldn't feel some kind of way because you know kk left by choice from what i understand so that was his choice yeah i i was very impressed with with richie just on a personal level um you know i i interviewed him and uh and glenn and it was like after the interview was over, Glenn shook my hand and took off. And, and Richie like hung out and he was like, oh, your favorite Priest record <laughs> is Defenders, mine too. And he was just like uh-huh. chatting, telling me about his girlfriend lives in Philly. And he was like, was, so I, I was really yeah. impressed with how, how down to earth the guy is. Yeah, and, well, he says that, he's, he's a fan yeah, first and Yeah, he said that when we met him, he said he's a fan first. Yeah. You know, and he's like living the dream. But he said, ultimately, he's a fan first and... He's just very, like, realistic and loving, and he's just, like, loving life. And, I mean, who wouldn't want to play with their idols, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a dream come true. Yeah. So it's really great. Now, have you guys ever recorded as a band? Has Judas Priestess ever gone into the studio and and recorded? Um, We've recorded three songs from the catalog. We did uh, Breaking the Law, You Got Another Thing Coming, and Heading Out to the Highway. We did, like, the hits, quote-unquote hits. But actually, uh, we're looking to uh, get back into the studio and record some of the uh, heavier songs. Yeah, I think that would be fun. And I mean, just hearing you talk about what was the song you mentioned off of uh, Rock and Roll earlier, the the sludgy song, <laughs> Deep Freeze. Deep Freeze. Deep Freeze. I mean, that's like a record. I, I mean, I'm I'm a Priest fan, but I, I like honestly only know Sad Wings onward. Uh, for you to do something like that and turn priest fans on to priest stuff they don't know about i think could be a really exciting exciting thing well if that should happen mark you can't claim that it was your idea (laughs) (laughs) sounds like there could already be something in the works i'm not saying yes and i'm not saying no very good cool well guys we will see you down at the the carnival, the food truck and rock carnival, again, in Clark, New Jersey, which is an easy drive from the New York area. And it's also, for our listeners down in the Philly area, it's it's pretty easy drive from down there, too. So it's a real central uh, central location for everybody in the, in the New York and New Jersey and Philly area. So, guys, it's going to be a great night. Oh, uh, we can't wait. We're, We're totally soaked. And uh, we can't wait to see everybody there. Uh, hopefully, we're supposed to do a meet and greet that night. So hopefully we can meet like some of the people that listen to your show or some of the people that maybe have never seen us before and like to say hi. Um, we like to meet people that 
or into metal like we are and into priests like we are. Cool. Um, so definitely anyone who's listening, please connect with us on uh, Facebook. And we're yeah, also where's Instagram. the best place? Facebook? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, if you go to our website, there's links to all of that, uh, com. Cool, and we'll link that through today's show notes on TalkingMetal.com, and we will also link over to the Food Truck and Rock Carnival, where it's not just live music, guys. There's, like, pro wrestling, food <laughs> truck, competitions, uh, amusement park rides. Eddie Trunk's going to be doing some kind of Q&A there, too, so a lot of stuff going on there. It's going to be a blast. Guys, thanks so much. Great. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Mark. All right, right. Yeah, be sure to catch Judas Priestess in Clark, New Jersey, on September 18th. Militia, as I mentioned during the interview, has a single out. We played it a couple couple uh, podcasts ago. Let's, let's check a little bit out of it right now. You can buy the full version on iTunes. This is called Vow by Militia Vox, also known for her work with Judas Priestess. iTunes, not the album, the song, the single, in full on iTunes. And uh, yeah, thanks to the girls from Judas Priestess for joining us here on Talking Metal. KK Downing, by the way, has a fragrance out now called Metal for Men, which I almost bought. You know, I was like, not a big fragrance guy myself, but, uh, you know, I used to not like cologne or fragrances at all. But now that I'm a little older, I've been putting it on here and there. Don't want to be the, the stinky old man, you know. Uh, and I actually was thinking, uh, maybe I'll go buy it just for kicks. But it was, uh, it was when I checked, which was a while ago at this point, probably like back in April or something. It was quite expensive. Metal for men. It was like, I know some of these fragrances cost like two hundred bucks and stuff. But you know, for KK Downing's cologne, I wasn't really prepared to pay more than thirty dollars or forty dollars. And I believe it was more than that. Um, and somebody told me the price has come down, so maybe I will go buy some metal for men. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if my wife would dig it that much. But uh, 
Yeah, you got to support KK. I love KK, and I would love to see him return in some form. You know, returning to Priest would be amazing, but even just doing a, a solo record or doing something would be a lot of fun. It'd be great to uh, not just smell him with Metal for Men. It'd be nice to hear and, and see him again uh, in the public eye. And KK, we miss you. We miss KK Downing. We definitely do. All right, so having said that, let's get into some more music. A lot of great bands coming to the uh, the stage in Clark, New Jersey, September 18th through September 20th. A lot of a lot of great, you know, I was a big glam metal, pop metal guy back in the 80s. I always, I, you know, I loved Venom, I loved Slayer. Actually, in the 80s, I didn't really love, love Slayer. I got into them a little after the fact, but I was big Megadeth guy, big Venom guy, big uh, Metallica guy. Was into Metallica before Ride the Lightning came out, which a lot of people don't believe, but I was. I bought Ride the Lightning uh, the first day it came out when it was still on Megaforce before it was re-released two months later on Elektra. Um, yeah, but uh, I was also just trying to give you know my my true metal cred there before I tell you that I'm, I was really into the, the hard rock, the commercial hard rock, the commercial metal, glam metal. It was never called hair metal back in those days. We called it commercial metal or glam metal, and, and those are the terms I still like to use. Hair metal is a derogatory term invented by, you know, snob people in the media to kind of just group everybody from Badlands to Faster Pussycat to Slaughter to, uh, you know, even Iron Maiden, it's some, it's sometimes in, into one category, and, and uh, hair metal is not a flattering term. I, I'm disappointed to see people like Martin Popoff using it, uh, you know, in 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 a title of his book. I love Martin Popoff. Don't no 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 uh, dis, no disrespect. I just I wouldn't have chose chosen to to name a book hair metal. Uh, it's a terrible term, and even the people at Sirius, you know, Hair Nation, that's just a fucking joke, Hair Nation. Eddie Trunk has complained about it too, you know. Um, terrible name for uh, a station, and uh, it almost makes it jokey, you know, it makes it jokey. These were great bands, Faster Pussycat, Slaughter, were, were great bands and great songwriters back in the 80s. You can actually see both those two bands at Food Truck and Rock Carnival. And having said that, I want to hear some Faster Pussycat. This is Poison Ivy, a classic by the great Faster Pussycat.
cool. We're rocking it here. King's X. Another band that will be at uh, Clark, New Jersey's Food Truck and Rock Carnival coming up. Let's see. King's X plays uh, at the carnival. What day do they play? Uh, I don't even know. Just go to all three days, guys. It's 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 going to be so much fun. Yeah, okay, just looking at the website here. They're playing September 19th, King's X. Good stuff. And here's a little King's X. Don't you hear it? 
Okay, that's going to do it for today's show, guys. A lot of lot of music, another long episode. Thanks for uh, sticking with me here. And show your support by using our Amazon links on TalkingMetal.com. Go over to Amazon, make all your regular purchases that you were planning to make. But before you do that, just go to Talking Metal and use our link to open up Amazon. You don't pay anything more. There's... There's no catches or, or, or hitches uh, to um, using our links. It's just an additional step. Why the fuck Amazon would, would give us free money for having one person click through the link uh, is beyond me. But they do it, and listen, I'm just trying to cover my costs here. So if you can uh, help us out with a click through our Amazon link and then go buy diapers or, you know the new ghost record or whatever. Wow. The new ghost record guys, by the way, fucking awesome. Or whatever you need to buy, go buy a new plasma HD TV, you know, for, for two grand. That would be a a great kickback. We'd probably get like, you know, 20 bucks back on that or something. Maybe more than that even, but uh, yeah, use our Amazon links. It's a great way to support talking metal. Also write us a review on iTunes. I know a lot of you guys subscribe to the podcast through iTunes. Please write us a review there. And that should do it for today's episode. I appreciate you listening to me here on Talking Metal. This is Gotta Let Go by Lita Ford, another artist who will be at the Food Truck and Rock Carnival. See you guys. (laughs) 